Hello on the Coach Max Show inside the Chippewa Champions Center. Another week and another game to talk about. Coming up here this week, uh, what a win last night for Central Michigan. 40-10 to over Northern Illinois, over in DeKalb. The Chippewas with a beatdown of the Huskies. They've now won six of the last seven. Coach McElwain's squad has beat the Huskies 48-10 to last year and 40-10 to this year. So CMU now 2-0 in the Mid-American Conference for the first time since 2009. The last time the Chippewas won a MAC championship, so that's good news. We'll talk all about that game, and what a finish last night, late after our game got done in Kalamazoo to set up uh, an incredible battle coming up next week. Broncos with a comeback win over Toledo. They'll come into Kelly Shorts next Wednesday for the rivalry matchup in the Battle of the Cannons. So we'll talk about the win yesterday, and then get a preview. And we've got a couple of student athletes. Coming on as well. All coming up next on the Coach Max Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. First and ten now at the 42. Richardson fakes the snap, pump fakes, now lofts. Near sideline, has a man. It's caught by Dixon at the 20. 15-10, five touchdown. Dallas Dixon, his first career touchdown catch at Central Michigan, and it came on the second career touchdown throw from Daniel Richardson. His first throw of the night, just two plays in offensively. Chippewas were up 7-0. Back here on the Coach Max Show with Jim McElwain, second-year head coach, our color commentator, Brock Gutierrez. Well, Coach, you've stressed since you've got here, wanted to take care of business on the road, and it starts with having a good start certainly got off to a good start last night yeah absolutely um you know we we talked all week long about um hey the the road trip itself is going to be not a lot of fun all right <laughs> and yet at the end of the day that's not an excuse uh we really felt going in offensively we needed a fast start um you know a team that that has been kind of still searching their way a little bit you know is who we played and um, I felt like we kept them in the game too long, but we also took a little wind out of their sails by a fast start like that. Yeah, seven to nothing. That came after you forced the punt. Picture perfect on the road. And uh, for Daniel Richardson, thirteen for nineteen, a couple of touchdowns, did throw an interception. But what did you think of his second performance leading the Chippewa offense? You know, I I, uh, I, I, I know this. He can play better. And, um, you know, people are probably going to say, well, how come he's so critical on the guy? Well, I have an expectation for play at that position. Um, and yet he did some really good things. And I think he's, he's learning, he's growing. Um, again, there were times he was really good in the pocket. There were times that, you know, he was drifting into pressure. And I think Brock can talk about that sometimes as an old lineman. You know, you got your guys blocked, but now the quarterback's drifting into you, caught just a couple batted balls. And uh, I know that every time he watches film, he's going to get a little bit better. Sometimes when you're, as an offensive lineman, when you really, when you lock a guy down on the line of scrimmage, they, they don't have a go either way. Then they can see the quarterback and they jump, they time their jump a little bit better. So that looked like that kind of happened in that game. You know, I know that watching the game, it, it looked like, yeah, that he did not have his best game, but there's an old adage uh, in coaching: it's never as bad as is that's it, right. as it looked on the field, or it's never as good as it looked when you right. go back and watch the film. So, right. I'm sure that you were able to find a lot of good things that he did, and and uh, and to put up that amount of points. I mean, certainly something was clicking, and he finally got the running game going a little bit, and hit some home runs there, and so it was good to see. Yeah, it was, and and uh, you know, I'm 
sitting here picking apart a you know 40 point you know 40 to 10 and really they're 10 i mean come on <laughs> it was a shutout and uh um and yet when you look at it as well it should have been 70 yeah no right? doubt and and that's you know that's the standard i want us to play at um and not you know, necessarily just getting by with a win, but go out and dominate your opponent, which I'll tell you what, defensively, we dominated our opponent. Um, they were only successful on two tries in third down. I think, you know, we were like 13 of 15 on wins, um, you know, defensively on third down. And when you're able to do that, um, you know, you, you're, you're shutting down an offense. Yeah, I saw the back end of your defense, certainly the last – game and a half the last the, the second half of that first game and the whole game last night was and those guys are playing pretty well back there and, and <laughs> they they're are. getting some pressure up front which makes it easier but just that is, uh, makes your defense so much easier to call when you guys can lock them down on the outside and it just looks like those guys are kind of what you, people thought they were going to be they're playing well now there's no doubt about it and and uh you know, also got a true freshman in there, played a bunch of quality minutes in Dante Kent, you know, which is really going to help us down the road at corner. Um, and this week coming up now, um, they riddled us last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, just call it the way it is. And so we've got our work cut out for us uh, in all phases of the game. He's talking Western Michigan, Central Michigan. That's a, a chance for the Chippewas uh, to to move to 3-0. and The Broncos will come in after a crazy come-from-behind win against the Toledo Rockets last night. We'll get to that game coming up later on in the show. Coach, you mentioned it. Just 2-for-15 was NIU on third down, and also just 1-for-4 were the Huskies on fourth down. Your defense, uh, even though your offense was not as quick tempo and what you wanted potentially in that first half your defense was lights out throughout that game you talked about the corners what else did you see from that unit well let's start with uh, the discipline we played with up front um you know we had a year ago and in, in, in this game coming up uh we had like six offsides or some darn thing like that right and uh our guys seeing the ball and not given any cheap yards, number one. I thought that was outstanding because the week before, this team caught Buffalo, I don't know what it was, five, six, seven times jumping off sides. Mm -hmm. So I thought our guys played with discipline. I thought they played with an excitement and an energy of wanting to go out and elevate their individual play to help the guy next to him, and I thought saw a lot of guys flying around. It was it was a fantastic defensive uh, execution of the game plan, but more than that, it was a team effort. And when you see guys open field tackles, I thought were outstanding. Um, there were a lot of good things to build on, and uh, you know, for us, now we got to bring it back home on uh, next Wednesday. That's the great thing about the sport, man. You get you get uh, judged every week. That's right. Every play, it's what what you did in the last play is all that matters. You know, the next one. So, you know, it's good to talk about these wins. And yep. uh, but but certainly got a lot of work to do, as as you guys all know. That's right. Forty to ten last night in DeKalb, the Chippewas. Uh, Coach, uh, we're going to talk more about this game, but I I kind of want to have you lay out the itinerary because this is such an uh, an odd year in terms of travel. So tell the fans a little bit about. When you guys left, getting in, and then uh, what time maybe uh, early this morning you got back here to Mount Pleasant? Well, um, you know, we had breakfast, you know, set up for the guys. We had uh, 
And we've upgraded our um, bagel sandwiches from a year ago. They're, they're much better than this what they were a year ago. This, this is the crucial news we needed. I better come good. try those yeah, out. Yeah. So <laughs> better come get one but, of those. Um, you know, we've actually <laughs> so, you know, starting at 7:30 in the morning. Um, you know, we uh, on game day, guys got here, ate some bagel sandwiches, uh, <laughs> met in the lobby, jumped on the bus. Uh, contrary to popular demand, you know, thought we we didn't carry our shoulder pads with us, but uh, I thought you wore them. Yeah, yeah I you, know, you wore them. All I, you know, the guys, you know, taped and ready to go for a seven-hour bus ride or whatever. But uh, no, it, uh, uh, the guys showed up. Uh, we jumped on the bus. We we stopped about halfway down. Had a little uh, half a sandwich. A uh, little turkey noodle soup or Ooh. some kind of thing, you know. I don't know what it was, uh, but um, I like the meal plan already. Yeah. yeah. So then we uh, jumped back on the bus, went to Naperville, which was about 55 minutes away from from DeKalb, and that's where we spent about three hours. Uh, the guys got out, they rolled. Joel got them loose. We did our walk through. Um, we had our pregame meal. Guys dressed for. Uh, warm-ups uh taped it was pretty fascinating i mean i was sitting there just <laughs> shaking my head and uh then we jumped on the bus got into the locker room which by the way was about the size of my office yeah um yeah, it's and, a terrible uh, stadium. horrible and uh and the guys threw their cleats on went out and did pre-pre and uh played the game and um and after you played the game, that was about halftime. Of yeah, that was about halftime. <laughs> then we uh, kind of jumped back on. We had unbelievable post-game meal from one of those deep-dish pizza places, you know, yeah. in Chicago. Got to get that. Um, wow. You know, I'll say if there was a bonus on bonus on this trip, it was the deep-dish pizza on the no, way I home. I don't get that memo. I yeah. mean, I could easily just snag a little bit for the <laughs> you ride You could have. And uh, next thing you know, it's about 6.30 in the morning in uh, – the guys are going home, getting ready for class this morning. Yeah, wow, class. So, um, what needless a day. to say, it it uh, and and so we pushed pushed the schedule back a little bit. We got kind of uh, we're going to be a little bit different the first couple days here this week. You know, getting the guys kind of bodies right and getting getting some sleep in, uh, getting back to work now for this next game. That sounds like quite the day, but it certainly helps that you came home with a big win. Now 2-0, and uh, the Chippewas are getting ready for a big game against Western Michigan coming up next week. We've got two guests that made a pretty big impact in last huge night's impact. game, Coach. Yeah, huge Lou, impact. Lou Nichols, uh, Muhammad Diallo, what did you think of their performances before we bring them on here in last night's win? Well, you know, I'll start with Mo. Um, you know, we asked him to uh, step up. And, and play a little bit different position. He played the end position, and I thought really dominated that football game. Uh, I would his, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. his energy, uh, his discipline in doing the things that he needed to do um, to cause havoc in that game showed up from the get-go. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he got dinged up a little bit. Um, but you know what? He, he, he fought his way back, and when he got back on the field, we were a better football team. And, uh, you know, I just – my hat's off to Mo, who's been through a lot. And, um, you know, now 
can we put back-to-back games together? You know, that's one of the things I think I'll ask him when he comes on, you know, and see kind of where his mindset <laughs> is. Don't give away the questions but, uh, for what you're going to ask You know, I, I, I was just so excited for him, and more than anything, his success, to see the smile on his face was awesome. And, you know, I praised uh, Lou a week ago uh, about the things he did that didn't show up in the box score. And now this week, the things did show up in the box score. He did a great job hitting the holes, uh, his protection, um, trusting what he saw. And, uh, man, it was it was good to see. And, and I was giving him a hard time afterwards a little bit, uh, actually during the game. Uh, you know, the knock on him was finish speed. Well, <laughs> you know what? He finished. And... Uh, uh, I, I was uh, like, hey, is that you out there? But uh, <laughs> no, it was great to see. You know, he did that in our last scrimmage uh, before the season started. He took about an 80-yarder and outran the whole team. And I was like, there's there, there's that guy. Yeah, 58 yards on the screen play last night and then 36 up the middle. And uh, he finished a man that was trying to tackle him as well, ran him yeah. over yeah, on his way to the that, end. So. That gets me jacked up. <laughs> well, if you're going to bring a guy down in the box – you yeah. make one guy miss and just run him over. You know, the, the beautiful thing is that guy was like this free safety. Yes. Right? That was like when he saw Lou one-on-one in the hole. I'm not sure it was a – I think it might have been a business decision. It was a business decision. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Bit. But to see him run through contact behind his pads, keep his legs moving through contact, man, it was great to see. Yeah, part of what was 40 points up on the board for the Chippewas last night. They win by 30 and move to 2-0. and We'll have Lou Nichols and Muhammad Diallo coming up here on the next couple of segments on the Coach Max Show. We'll be right back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. It's the Coach Max Show from the Chippewa Champion Center and a victorious Coach Max Show at that after a 40-10 victory for Central Michigan last night. Adam Jackson with Jim McElwain and... One of the stars last night on the offensive side of the ball, Lou Nichols, racked up 92 yards on the ground, including a 36-yard touchdown run, and then a beautifully set-up screen that the Chippewas ran in the first half. Didn't quite work out. They went back to it in the second half, and 58 yards later, Lou Nichols was in the end zone. Coach? Yeah, Lou. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I, I doing wish good. all the radio listeners could see this smile because <laughs> the one thing is that's an infectious smile, and I love being around Lou because of that. But, uh, Lou, heck of a game, man. How's your body feel today? Uh, I was pretty sore when I first woke up, but after I moved around a little bit, feeling kind of normal now well i guess you had all that room to stretch out on the bus right <laughs> yeah. <After. laughs> so yeah tell me how that was kind of this morning you know getting off the bus at 6 30 or whatever the heck it was and knowing you had to go to school how was that uh, it was i don't know i never really did nothing like that so when i woke up it was just like man i really gotta go to class <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i got you uh well, obviously, when Lou, one of our uh, guys that played for us last year, you know, we, we were able to, uh, you know, redshirt him with, with the four games that we played him, but he played a lot early for us. And uh, how has it been kind of uh, kind of with this new role for you, knowing that, uh, you know, you got to be a jack of all trades, uh, both as a runner and a blocker. How's that been for you? It's been, it's been a blessing, really. I, I, I... I'm thankful for the opportunity, you know, just to be able to show that I can do a lot of things besides just running the ball. I can block, I can catch, I can just do about anything you ask me. So it's been a blessing, really. That's great, man. And then, uh, you know, I praised you last week, obviously, for doing some things that, that 
you know, when Butch went down, uh, probably didn't get a bunch of reps at it, but, you know, we worked it, and, and you, you really did a great job with that. You know, uh, your high school, obviously, uh, great winning tradition, right? <laughs> yes. And uh, tell us a little bit about your background and, and where you're from and that kind of stuff uh, before you became a chip. Uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, graduated from Cas Tech, you know, we we uh we went a lot, so that's pretty pretty much it about cast. But it was it was it was a fun high school experience, you know. A lot of division one talent at that school, so just 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 a good school. It was right. a, high school was pretty fun. I got you. <laughs> How's the transition been? I know it's only a you know, about two and a half hours away or something like that, but uh how's the transition from high school to college been for you? Uh, it's been pretty a smooth transition, you know. Uh, it was kind of stressful at first just being away from home, but after making friends on the team and just being up here all the time, just naturally just going to bond with guys. So it's, it's been it's been cool. Right. Um, your game, let's talk about last night and a couple of the things that happened a little bit. But, uh, you know, let, let's start with uh, that – your your role in the wildcat stuff that we're doing, you know, whether it be Grizzly or Dino the dinosaur or whatever the package is, right? Right. Um, how's that been for you? Uh, it's been something different. Uh, never really did wildcat, but I mean, I really just thought about it. As, you know, you send a guy a motion, catch the ball, and then after that, you just turn right back into a running back. So I really try not to overthink it. It's just football at the end of the day. How is it calling the play in the huddle? Uh, honestly, I was I, I was I was kind of nervous about it because when I got the play last night, I was trying to tell everybody everybody to hurry up before I forget the play because I was <laughs> I would you know I would forget the play, so I was just trying to hurry up and get the words out. <laughs> yeah, um, when you saw on 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 that particular run when you you know you scored with it, uh, what was going through your mind? And I know it's just kind of. It, things happen but here's a guy standing right in the hole right 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 <laughs> tell me what was kind of going through your mind at that point before you trucked him uh really i was just thinking like because early in the game i had a run similar to that to where i could have just hit the hole but i was trying to be extra and get a touchdown but this in this particular situation i'm like i just gotta use my body i'm 220 pounds i just gotta lean on them and keep my feet going there should should end well. <laughs> That's right, and it and it did end well. Not for them, but <laughs> but for us. Uh, and and uh, you know when you look now at at the screen uh, that you took the distance, how did you see that kind of setting up for you once you got the ball in your hands? Uh, it was perfect. I give that totally to the offensive line because honestly, all I did was catch a turn around, and I just seen green grass, so I didn't have to make a move, anything. All I had to do was run. So. <laughs> I get that play totally to the offensive line. Yeah, I tell you what, Danny Matowski, uh, what he did uh, on the edge on that, you know, clearing that for you. And then, and, and one of the things that, that kind of goes unnoticed is the work by the receivers because uh, Ja'Cory Sullivan had an unbelievable wall block on that on the first backer inside off the ball. And, and uh, I mean, it was great to see. But, uh, okay, this speed – thing okay uh, i'm still trying to figure this out so tell me kind of where this has come from uh i mean i don't know i think it's just kind of narrative that got started when i was in college but i i, I thought i've always been fast you know i might not 
be the fastest in certain workouts, you know, but when it's time to play ball, you know, I, I believe I'm up there with everybody in speed. Well, and it's showing. I mean, that, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun. We, we What you've done from a transition in the weight room, tell me what that's done to help you. Uh, it's been really, really a good experience. Uh, just transitioning things to learning how to lift, not just lift weights, but to lift weights, turning speed into power because – a lot of guys can lift a lot of weight, but if you can lift it real fast, then it'll help you transition your speed to power on the field. So it's been it's been a well experience. And part of that uh, through Joel's program, as far as seeing those measurements when you're doing those lifts, what, right. what's that kind of like? Right. I mean, it's cool with the new weight room. We have all the high-tech stuff and all the numbers and stuff. So we, we kind of be challenging each other, me, Kobe, and Bracey, just trying to see who can get the highest number. So it'd be, it'd be real fun. Yeah. You know, I think that instant feedback is huge. Yes. Uh, and and again, uh, something that Joel brought, and and we've uh, we've really increased what we're doing in that weight room. Yeah. So, um, looking forward now, um, what's got to be kind of the mindset in your idea or in your mind right now, as far as what we need to do to take the next step? Uh, I think everybody just has to has to be locked in and take things very seriously and just. Not be perfect, but just just be well crisp and just have everything on point. You know, I think that should be the focus. Just not try to overthink anything because it's, it's still football at the end of the day, and we're 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 a real well-rounded football team. But just gotta take things serious in the little details, and I think we'll be fine. That's right. I think one of the things too that uh, you know Lou's done a great job of is we we talked about the classroom. Um, He's doing an outstanding job in the classroom, and and tell us a little bit major-wise where you're kind of leaning and that kind of thing. Uh, so I started off with sociology, but then I had switched over to uh, business, just mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, just trying to get more of a broad idea of what I wanted to do. But yeah, that's 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 about it so far. And you've been finding some things that are interesting to you. Yes, yeah. definitely. And that's great. Well. As you can tell, man, you can tell by that smile. It's hard to get him to smile, but when he does, he <laughs> lights up a room, man. And uh, that's I just love to see that. And uh, I'm sure glad you're a chip. And, and uh, let's go finish this thing, right? Yes. Thank you for being. Thank you for having me. We gotta. I gotta get one more in, coach. You know, uh-huh. I gotta. I gotta ask one question about that upcoming opponent you got on the schedule. Tell me a little bit about. Uh, playing Western Michigan and what that rivalry is about when you come to CMU. Uh, it's definitely a big rivalry, and I take it serious. And uh, we're just going to go out there and play lights out and play as hard as we can and, and just have fun and should be should should end well for us. I like that. Confident, yeah. good answer. Well, and now you just gave them bulletin board <laughs> material. I mean, See, what I'm kind fine. of host are you? <laughs> I need to just I, I mean, need right to now it's going to say all over the locker room it's going to end well, whatever, right? <laughs> well, you know what? Bring it on. How's that? Right. All right? Yeah. Okay. There's the bulletin board material. Right. Bring it on, it says. That's Lou <laughs> I mean, Nichols. you're just killing us over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lou Nichols, two touchdowns last night. Chippewas take down the Huskies. 40 to 10. We'll flip to the defensive side of the ball when we come back. Talk about that great performance last night from the Chippewa defense right here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Gives to Collins up the middle, patiently running, and he's spun down by Diallo, and the ball is loose at the 27, and the Chippewas say they have it. Yes, they do. <laughs> 
One of two fumble recoveries last night for Central Michigan's defense. They had two fumble recoveries in week one uh, against the Bobcats as well. And the man that caused and recovered sitting with us, Mohamed Diallo, is here, Coach. Hey, Mo. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this right now. Is uh, parlez-vous français? Oui, bien sûr, je suis français. That's right. So um, <laughs> I think one of the one of the things a lot of people, you know, you, you get to know your guys, and, and Mo's had an unbelievable kind of a, a path as far as getting to Central Michigan. Yes, sir. And tell us a little bit about that path, Mo. It's been a long time. Yeah, this could be – we better <laughs> roll the tape. But, we got uh, half an hour. Yeah, go for go, it. yeah. Um, I'm from Toronto, Canada. Uh, I uh, went to junior college in Arizona Western. Uh, I played uh, Texas A&M. Um, I decided to uh, transfer. So I came to Central Michigan, which is the perfect best decision I ever made. Yeah, and that's I think great. so, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, Brock played 13 years in ten. the NFL. Just 10. 10. I wish Is that 13. what it was? Yeah, just 13. 10. 10. 10 years in the NFL. That, that's a pretty long time. But, you know, you, you kind of picked Mo out a year ago. You, you kept asking me about this Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you started playing and, and you were able to contribute uh, – when you got your motor running, man, there's nobody in this conference that can block you, and that's that's you've shown that over and over again. So if you you, you keep that thing going, and who knows how long you'll play in the NFL, my man. <laughs> right. Really appreciate it. <laughs> so um, let's just talk a little bit about that transition and and getting here, and and obviously you moving to the defensive end this last week. Sure. Tell me how that's been. Um, it's been great. I love it. There's less blocking and. Uh, <laughs> Um, I got to thanks to my teammate, actually, because, you know, they believe in me. So yep. when uh, uh, the defensive coordinator told me that I'm going to move to the end, and he, was, he was a little bit nervous. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But, um, I mean, I know what I can bring to the table, and then I have an amazing group of guys who are around me that trust in me, and looking in their face, I just had to go play because they were looking at me, depending on me, so I just really had to do it. That's great. That's uh, you know, you, you uh, obviously you, you grew up uh, in, in Toronto, yes, um, which I guess the most language they speak up there is, is French, you know. English and French. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of French speaking. And, and you tell me how that's been kind of that, uh, having the two languages. Does that ever screw you up at all? No, it's actually great. I love it. Because <laughs> something happened, I get to talk. You know, I get to switch it. <laughs> you know, when you start talking to me in French, I don't know what you're saying. I can only imagine, right? I probably got an idea of what he's <laughs> yeah. saying. <laughs> it's fun. I hear you. Um, kind of with uh, with your play, what, what were some of the things that you thought uh, helped you really be successful last night? I stuck the plan. I uh, trust my coaches, my teammate, and uh, I stuck to the plan. I read that playbook over and over and over again. Um, obviously, without the guys, I don't know what to do because they pushed me out there. The interior guys was pushing the pocket. It was easy for me to come, and everybody was working. So, as uh, when you when you do get a chance, what what are some of the things going into this week, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm that you're looking to kind of work on and, and help your 
help your play even be better? What are some of those thoughts? Uh, I know it's early in the week, but what what are some of those things maybe you're thinking about? Just play football, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like you took those guys by surprise because they probably didn't game plan for you at all. Now they're going to have some film on you playing defensive ends, so they're going to be – you know, they're going to be double-teaming you and doing all kinds of stuff. So that's We'll, we'll still get it. It don't matter. We're still coming for them. Yeah, I, oh, I so, hope so. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Heck, yeah. It's Western. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's right. Um, you know, you mentioned about, you know, the guys on the team. Mm-hmm. How has that transition been for you, you know, coming in, transferring from A&M like you did, uh, mm-hmm. obviously being here a year, trying to figure out if we were even going to get you eligible, then you kind of become eligible all this stuff happens. How, how have the guys on the team been for you? Um, when I came here from Texas and them, I felt welcome. I felt like I was home. Like I remember one time I was talking about it. I said, "How come every Wednesday we got treats? I mean, Thursday we got treats, like free food." I'm like, "How?" Like, <laughs> He's was, talking about special treat Wednesday. That, that special uh, treat. Where, yeah, where yeah, is all uh, this stuff yeah. coming from? It, it, well, it's, it's on Sunday now because yeah. I got the midweek. Right. Yeah. right. I never got any of that when I was here. These guys are amazing. They're like my brothers. I love them. Good. I mean, I'll suit up and go to work with them. Even yesterday when I got banged up on my knee a little bit, uh, I looked at the guys in the face. I couldn't just go out to the locker room. I had to go Absolutely, man. Playing something. through it. Yes, these guys are like my brothers. They're like the best team I've ever had. They're there for me off and on the field. That's because so. they want you on the field too, man. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I'm good. there for them. That's for good. Sure. Um, you know, the. Uh, I think one of the things that, that I'm probably most proud of uh, in in Mo Diallo is uh, how close are you to graduation right now, man? I'm close. I I'm know you close. are. <laughs> I'll be done in December. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Yeah, I is. never thought I would have finished college. Right. And being here, obviously, with your staff and helping me out, y'all. I mean, y'all my I'm behind me a lot, telling me Mo get to class, do your <laughs> thing. It was amazing. Yeah, we can't thank you enough for that. Yeah. Sure. So that'll be in December and and. Uh, He'll be, I guess, virtually walking across the stage. Is that is that how that works now? Yeah, but, I think so. Um, I do know this. Uh, and one of the things that we talked about when he got here was it's not just about football. Mm-hmm. It's about all the other things in life and what this can do for him. And 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 you realizing that you are going to get that degree. Uh, when did that hit you? End of last semester. Uh-huh. When I went to see my advisor, she said, Mo, you only got five classes left. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it myself. Yeah. It was great. You know, um, I had a lot of tutors and helping me out and the great coaching stuff. Like I said, make sure that I'm in class, make sure I'm in study hall on time. It was, and I couldn't have thanks for, ask for better coaches and teammates, but really, it's no. amazing. They yeah. really pushed me to try to get there. Um, so, you know, as far as that push, how do you handle that sometimes when you think maybe we're on you a little too hard? Uh, you know, how, how does that, how do you kind of reel that back a little bit? At first, I was like, damn, excuse me, I'm not going to that, but it's a little different. But when I kept going, I seen they don't, they don't, they don't only care about me, they don't only care about me as a, as a football player, they mm-hmm. care about me as a person. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hitting different in my senior year. And then I seen the things that Coach Michael was talking about, and Coach Hines, and then it's kind of like, I mean, everything synced in after that last game. We played in, uh, um, was it uh, the bowl game that we played Mexico in New Mexico? Bowl, yeah. Yep. And that last game, I had, co- I had to talk to my defensive coordinator and uh, my defensive coach. 
start to coach Mark, everything just went, everything just sank in, I feel like. Like, I started seeing everything differently, you know. Right. You, you know, I, I uh, remember when you came in to the trailer, you know, and, and <laughs> sat there in, uh, in in the chair in front of me and, and, you know, committed to something about really wanting to be great, you yes, know. Sir. And uh, to me, I just saw so much growth. And then to know that not only as a player, but now getting that degree, man, that, that's something that's pretty special. Absolutely. That's Can't awesome. wait to get it. I've been waiting for, for Brock to ask about the white uniforms because he has a he has a strong opinion on yeah. big fellas wearing white uniforms. I didn't like so. I never liked the white uniforms as a player. I mean, when you're a big guy, it make you look fat, <laughs> fatter. Yeah, but so, you you made the comment on how much weight he lost. Yeah, I was wondering, did, how, did you lose weight from last year? Yes, sir, I did. But how much? A hundred pounds? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but I lost a little. Thirty? Twenty-five? Thirty? I'll say 40. Really? Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Def- you definitely look a lot more athletic. You look pretty athletic at 300. And what did you weigh before? 310? I came here at 330. 330, okay. Yeah. yeah, you still moved pretty well at 330. But, man, I thought playing defensive end, I thought you you, were, you looked very athletic. You definitely look leaner. So it's it's definitely, uh, I think it's sometimes in, in the game of football, guys want to be so big and they just, they lose a lot when they, when, and I'm not saying you did, but I'm saying that can happen. And I think that guys are playing – a lot of guys play above what their weight should be. Um, you're athletic enough. You're strong enough. You don't need that extra 30 pounds in the show last night. So, you look good, man. Thank you. How much football did you play in high school? I did not play. I went to a basketball school. Yeah. Right. So, you didn't play any football in high school? No, I started playing in junior college. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's Yeah. So, I mean, that's why, you know, those the, the, the difference between your first game and, and to last night, it was, is, it was leaps and bounds. I mean, you're just – you still don't have any idea what you can do yet. So you keep working hard and you keep knocking guys back in the backfield and disrupting the, the, the offense in the backfield, man. It's just going to keep clicking. And you're going to keep growing over these next four games, hopefully five or six games. There you go. That's right. Well, Mo, I appreciate you coming on, man, and taking the time. And uh, another guy that's actually a lot of fun to be around when he's excited so that that's the great part about it and uh i know you're going to have a great week at practice Absolutely. and uh you got banged up a little bit but that's not going to stop you have a great week of I'm preparation great. i'm doing good i'm better <laughs> you're better love it. I, love, I love it man love especially because it's western that's Absolutely. right that's All right. right four tackles and two tackles for loss uh, last night and also a fumble recovery for mo diallo helping the chippewas win 40 to 10 into Cal, but when we come back, we'll wrap up the show with that preview against that team on the western side of the state. They're coming up to Kelly Short Stadium under the lights next Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Going to be a good one between two 2-0 and rivals. We'll talk with Coach Mack about it on the other side of the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here on the final segment of the Coach Mack Show, Central Michigan and Western Michigan coming up, both teams 2-0. and I'm not even going to ask the first question. I'm just going to send it over to the man that played in the rivalry. Why don't you go ahead and ask Coach a little bit about this week and if he's ready to go, what, what it's like. I don't have any questions for him. I just get so put jacked him on the spot. up. I get so jacked up when we play Western Michigan. I just lose my mind, man. It's <laughs> uh, been around a long time. These guys just still, I can't stand them. I mean, I literally have, I've almost fought their radio announcer who's actually a, an older man, which probably would. <laughs> I mean, I'm an older man now too, but I'm always like pounding on the glass and staring at him. So, I mean, do you feel like that this week, coach? I guess that's my question. 
Well, you know, I, right now, to be honest with you, I'm feeling like uh, I forgot to sleep last night. Yep, I so, get it. Um, but you don't need to sleep yeah, during there Western we go, Week. That one deal, right? <laughs> but uh, but no, um, you know, th- this this is what, in in part of the reason that you play college football is because of rivalry. Absolutely, I I think. And you, you as a college player, and then obviously in the National Football League, there isn't quite that rivalry. The fans have that rivalry between the other teams. Yeah. But the players really don't, right? And uh, so I I think that's what makes uh, college football what it is, is is great rivalries. And obviously this is one that goes back. This is one that was started all the way back when we were trying to get into Division Mm One football. I believe a school that was trying to block us from yeah they didn't in. want to play us right yeah they didn't um, want to play us. Hats off to obviously we haven't talked about it, but the two statues out there mm-hmm. in in uh, Roy and Herb, you know, mm-hmm. and pushing that kind of rivalry forward. Um, I think it's great. I think it's great for the state. I I really do. Uh, and you know, it's fun. It's fun to play in them. Um, now, the key is is to come out. Obviously excited, which you obviously will to play a rivalry game, but you've got to play within the system. You've got to play within uh, what you need to do, not freelance, um, to go be successful. And you know what? They've done an unbelievable job down there with their program. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, uh, Obviously with what P.J. did uh, prior uh, to Tim getting there, and, and, um, you know, they know how to win. You know, that's one thing that they do a great job of. Uh, we did not play well. That is a, uh understatement. Uh, a year ago down there, was very disappointed with how we played that football game. I think as a team we were still discovering a little bit of who we were. 100%. Uh, and yet that's not an excuse. They beat the heck out of us. And, uh, you know, that's something you live with in a rivalry game year-round. And uh, – We've got to come out and take it. They're not going to give it to us. Coach, you, you've been a part of so many rivalries throughout your coaching career, but you had a chance to experience the battle for the victory cannon last year, Central Western leading up to the game, and, and when you took this job and then playing in the game and then after the game, did you get a sense for, for how important this game is to people like Brock and all the CMU alums that follow the Central Michigan football program? 100%. Uh, and. You know, you, you in recruiting. You, you know, you go into high schools. You know, that, it's amazing. Uh, teachers from one school, oh, teachers yeah. from the other. You know, I mean, it it it, it doesn't. It's it's a year-round deal, and and that's what I think is so great about it. To be honest, I I, I actually love rivalries. I I think they're 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 fun to be a part of. They're fun to participate in. There's just a little extra edge uh, on both sides whenever you play them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can remember all those games against Western that that I played, and and you know you talk about them, you get into arguments when you're out and about. I mean that's those you know Eastern's not was never a rivalry back when I played, and that's no disrespect to Eastern, they just weren't. It was Western, only Western, and uh, it's just uh, it's a little something extra. I mean I've gotten like you know you're pulling out the phones to prove that you you know your record. Am I I was three and two against them, lost two games. It was awful. I mean you know in you know, everybody had T-shirts back when I played that, you know, for 20 years or 25 years, we'd lost like three or four times to them, you know. And unfortunately, recently, it's been a little more lopsided the other way. So, yeah. 
it's time to get that back on the right track and we're playing at home and, and you, you never want to lose at home. You certainly don't want to lose to your rivalry at home. And, and I just can't stand those guys. I hate their colors. If it's brown, <laughs> flush it down. There's nothing about them I like. Count count that because that'll be the first of probably a hundred times he sends that this week to me. Whether text, I shout that at the stadium when I'm at. I mean, it's if you need someone to give your team a pep talk leading up to this game, I think Brock could probably do a good job. I don't know, man. I just I get so I have to calm down too, and it's it's thankfully the not thankfully it's a shame that there's no fans in the stands or anything. But I, I you know I like walk. The guy yelled at last year, almost got in a fight with a bunch of kids, and they told, what did they say? Go home, old man, or something like that. And I was like, what the hell? Because I, it's like I don't view myself like that. I was ready to suit up and go play, and somebody's like, what did they say? Good one, Dad, or something like that. And I was just furious. It's because the the beard you got. I didn't even have the beard, I don't think. It was ridiculous. You know, I was, Holly and I were walking to go some tailgate, and I'm like, I'm going to the booth. I can't, I, I'm going to get in a fight, and that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be terrible. It would be terrible. Yeah. So uh, just, you know. I guess that's what it means because um, I, I get so wound up about it, and I know all, it's a constant stream of texts and and phone calls and betting side. It just it's a big game for the Chippewas. It's a big game for the Broncos, and we got to win it, man. No, it, it and you know I, I'm with you on the fan piece. You know I think that's you know not being able to have Kelly Shorts full and and yet knowing all the people that are going to be watching it mm, yeah, absolutely. As, as they're wearing their team colors. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think our guys, um, and again, I, normally I would have a better beat because we do this usually on a Thursday of game. Right, week, you haven't even saw film we're, or anything. We're actually doing it. I had plenty of time on the bus last night <laughs> to watch a lot of film. Uh, you know, thank God that they actually have those now, you know, on your iPad things. So yeah. You can put – videos that's correct absolutely it's kind of a cool deal it is you uh, learned a lot about it throughout yeah this pandemic. I mean, once yeah. you uh, break down the last game so you get that on the bus uh make your notes and then you move ahead to your next opponent and uh you know reliving last year's game and watching how we played uncharacteristically sloppy a uh, little bit undisciplined at times um I really was disappointed in that. And yet those are some of the things you can build on going into this year's rivalry. One of the things with Western Michigan, I know you'll watch more film on them and get well prepared before Wednesday, but but Tim Lester is a former quarterback, sure. just like you. He's an offensive guy. They have had tremendous offenses, what has seemed like the last at least five years yeah. there, going back to P.J. and now with Tim how do you stop an offense like that with so many weapons and, and usually a quarterback that can sling it around? No, and, and you know what? They do an unbelievable job, as good as anybody in the RPO game. That, that I mean, they just ate our lunch last year with it, um, and uh, we didn't have an answer. Uh, we need to, you know, make sure we put that plan together and, and get these guys covered and, and that kind of stuff because uh, they really hurt us with that uh, a year ago. Um, the other thing they hurt us with, uh, he did a great job as a former quarterback with the change in the snap counts or the claps, um, you know, they, they, they ruined us, uh, a year ago with that. Uh, there's a lot of things, um, when you, when you broke that film down and then watching them in the first game this year, I haven't had a chance to really dissect the, the Toledo game and what happened last night other than just some of the explosives looking at it. But, uh, they're a quality team. They're well coached. I think Tim does an outstanding job 
with the program. And, uh, you know, they haven't skipped a beat uh, since he's taken over. Well, I'm not a coach, so I don't have to be nice. I can't stand him, and I hope we beat him by 60. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, just to give you an idea, Coach, I, I don't ber- mean to bring up uh, bad observations here, but the uh, the last time that the Chippewas won against the Broncos here at Kelly Shorts, you have any idea when it was? Because it's, it's been a little bit. Well, I do know I was watching a game uh, a week ago, and it was – it was Indiana versus Michigan, and they mm-hmm. said the number one song the last time they won was Bad by Michael Jackson. It hasn't been has 28 been years. Long? It has not yeah. been oh, 28 not years, I can tell you. I, I am really happy What's about that. that. Not, not, yeah, I think 27 <laughs> yeah, years. It hasn't been that long. I mean, no, okay. thank goodness. Gosh. A decade, though. 2010, yeah. the last time the Chippewas beat the Broncos here, it was 27-22 under Dan Eno. So it's, it's been a wow. little bit since the Broncos have left this stadium with a sour taste in their mouth. I'm trying to even figure out where the heck I was in 2010, but um, that's good to know. Um, yeah. You know, and, and one of the things when we got here um, was obviously the, the stress put towards winning at home. I, I just think that's something that all really good programs do is they learn to win at home. And, uh, you know, there would be nothing better than uh, to get a win at home and then enjoy a butter Bud Light from Fabiano Brothers. You got it. Again, he's ready to take my job. He knows the out cue, ready to go. Well, Coach, I know Brock's fired up. Uh, every CMU alum and CMU follower of, of Chippewa Athletics and the football program, this is the game every single year. You know that, and we're excited to watch your team compete next Wednesday night here at Kelly Short Stadium. Uh, they won last night, so they're 2-0. and You're 2-0. What a great matchup, and it'll be on ESPN. We can't wait for it. I'm excited for our guys to go out and play. Certainly. He's Coach McElwain. That's Brock Gutierrez. I'm Adam Jackson. Thanks so much for joining us. Chippewas win 40-10 to last night. They'll be back against the Broncos in the battle for the victory cannon at 7 o'clock next Wednesday. Pre-game on the Chippewa Sports Network begins at 6. Thanks so much for joining us, and have a great weekend.